You know, as somebody that has worked in corporate America for very long, very long decades, right? I finally realized how competitive it can get out there. Not only is your company trying to be at the top, many, if not all, the people inside the company are doing the same. Hi, this is Dan with Holy Spirit Soapbox. Welcome to the show. Today's episode is called Seven Ways to Decrease So He, Jesus, Can Increase. But before we get started, we would appreciate it if you could do us a huge favor. We have a survey link in the description where it will bring you to a few questions that should literally take only a minute or probably less to fill out. We're looking for your feedback to continue to improve Holy Spirit Soapbox. So please, if you can do that for us, if you can fill out that survey, that would be so awesome of you. Thank you so much in advance. Okay, going back to corporate America, there's this constant want to be the best or this feeling of entitlement sometimes that drives us to want to climb the corporate ladder. I witness this all the time with people in my current company as well as within myself. And there are many times where I feel like I'm doing a lot of work, coming up with ideas uh, to the point where I think I should be promoted or given this, this huge raise. You know, a little compensation would be nice once in a while, I would say, right? Now, inherently, this is okay. I'm not saying, oh, just stay stagnant, you know, sit where you're at, don't do anything else for the company. No, it's okay to want to do more. It's okay to want to do more for the company. But when these things don't happen, I almost feel depleted. I feel tired or, or weary, just flat out done. You know, I don't receive a promotion or a raise and all that hard work almost feels like it just goes to waste. Why did I even do this? I mean, I did it out of, the, out of the love, out of my heart. I wanted to help this company, but, you know, it'd be nice to get a little compensation, right? And then I start doubting myself, not only at work, but like even in my personal life. It almost gets to the point where I'm almost like, I, I can't do this anymore. I can't. I'm at the bottom of the barrel. I just, I give up. I'm just going to quit. Just flat out quit, not even have a job in line or any kind of way to get money to pay our mortgage and bills and eat food, <laughs> right? It gets to that point. But we found that trying to be satisfied by things other than God just doesn't work for feeling whole and complete. We had a whole episode on that called God Allelogram. I encourage you to listen to it if you haven't. But God actually feels mercy for us when we're tired, weak, weary, and depleted. He almost prefers us this way. When you're at that point, You've been humbled. You might have been sky high and feeling without a care in the world because things are going well. But when they don't, your emotions start to roll downhill on that crazy roller coaster ride. This is why in John 3.30, and this is the English Standard Version, John the Baptist, who's not the author of this book, it's a different John, but John the Baptist says, he must increase, but I must decrease. This John, being a baptizer, with many disciples at that time, humbled himself, essentially telling that there is one greater than me that's coming. It's Jesus. Get your eyes off me and get your eyes on him. And this is such a great verse. I love this verse and I live by it a lot, as much as I can, of course. But here's seven ways we can do this. Seven ways that we can decrease so he can increase. 
And each of these will have a verse at the end of it that I'm going to say. Feel free to write them down. We're going to post them online as well, so you don't have to. But these will emphasize each of these points. So, here we go. Number seven, spend more time with God. Get to know who He is. Understand how and why He served others as Jesus. The Bible, study groups, prayer and meditation, and or church are great tools to get closer with God. In Romans chapter 10, verse 17, it says, Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word about Christ. Number six, remember you will have your reward in heaven. You know, others will boast about what they've done to help others or how much money they've given out. And we see that all the time, right? You know, it's great to let people know how much you've raised for people or whatever, but there are some people that do it to brag. And there's no point in doing that, really, if you think about it. That usually sprouts from a heart that loves fame or self versus love for actually serving others. You know, you'll hear clapping and applauding and cheering for them now on earth, but when earth is gone, who's going to applaud them, right? In Matthew chapter 6, verse 2, it says, So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets, to be honored by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. They already got what they were looking for on earth. Right? But when you give and when you do things, right, don't tell the world, do it out of love. Number five, be humble and put focus on others by serving. So this goes hand in hand with number six. We often want to fortify ourselves with stuff, right? Money, fame, power, or a combination of all those things. Lift someone else up today. By caring for them and serving them. Not not for yourself, but for encouraging others to feel uplifted. Then don't feel the need to boast about your servitude like we just talked about, right? Do it out of love from within your heart. So in those verses after Matthew chapter 6 verse 2, so chapter 6 verse 3 and 4, it says, But when you do give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. In verse 4, so that your giving may be in secret. Then your father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. Again, those people, everybody else gets their reward here. They get the applauses, right? They get the cheering and all that stuff. They may even get money and fame or whatever it is. But when you do stuff, do stuff for the Lord and out of love, right? And then... Our Father who is in heaven will reward you. Number four, remember that God wants true equality amongst humans. It's true. We are all made in the image of God, meaning nobody is actually better or higher up than others. Genesis chapter 1 verses 26 and 27 says, Then God said, Let us, meaning the God, you know, the Trinity, Make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals. Not ruling over each other, <laughs> ruling over the stuff, all the things, the other cre- the creation that God created. So it says, 
wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Again, we are supposed to be equal, and we're all supposed to be dependent on God. Number three, you will receive everything you need, but not everything you want. It's a harsh reality, but it's the truth. If you have everything you need right now, such as food, water, and God to protect you, what else do you really need? You know, it's it's less of a significant impact on your mood or your life if you just can't obtain your wants. You know, if it doesn't happen, it's going to be significantly less of an impact on your mood in life, right? It's, it's going to be something that you can deal with and be okay with, right, when you don't get everything you want. Matthew chapter 6, we're staying in Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 through 21 says, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and vermin destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be. Also, number two, the world has creations that we are to enjoy, not fully own or own at all. Spiritual gifts as well as mammon or earthly possessions come from God, not for boasting, but for glorifying him. How much you've accomplished or gifts you have received are all given to you from above so that nobody can boast and raise themselves up because of the things that they have. In Ephesians chapter 2 verses 8 through 10, it says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Finally, number one, remember that God is the goal Not fame, not fortune, not climbing the ladder, but God. These things are fine, right? In itself, and short-term goals are okay, but making any of these your primary goal in life or your God will only lead to destruction of ourselves. In Philippians 3, verses 13 and 14, it says, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do... Forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. And listen, don't feel confined to this list, right? This list is to help us focus back on God and not on self. And this list is to really give us the opportunity to understand that we can decrease without totally depleting ourselves, right? Without totally depleting ourselves. So if you do feel totally depleted, never hesitate to reach out to someone you love and trust. You know, we're also available to connect with and and chat through situations if you feel at the bottom of your barrel and are in need of help. Pastors and churches are also always happy to talk with you, as is the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. That number is one 800 273 8255. So just remember that we, as believers, are here to glorify God in all that we do. 
We can do cool things like preach to thousands or have great videos or great podcast episodes that help people, but ultimately, He, God, is the one that created all of this. And He is the one that can change the hearts of all people. In order for Him to increase, though, we all need to decrease. So all glory to Him in this. And I would love to pray over everybody today. If you can bow your head, please feel free. If you can't, no worries at all. But let's talk to God. God, we understand that sometimes we let the worries and the rat race of this world get in the way of lifting you up to others. We are constantly bombarded by distractions that make us feel less valuable, feel hopeless and depressed and more. But you remind us how valuable we are to you and that you increasing can not only help us, but help everyone around us to know that there is a place for us in heaven. Help us take our eyes off of ourselves and set our eyes back on you. We pray all these things in Jesus' holy name. Amen.